Now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law host Jim Grasso discusses special counsel Robert Mueller's recent move to use a grand jury in Washington, D.C. as part of the probe into Russian interference in the 2016 election. She speaks with Jed Sugarman, a professor at Fordham University Law School, and Jean Healy, vice president at the Cato Institute. Does the existence of the grand jury indicate that Mueller will be pursuing criminal charges of some kind? Well, it certainly makes it far more likely. A grand jury is a necessary step in a federal criminal investigation to get from an investigation to an indictment. So uh, it, it's a necessary step, uh, and it, it doesn't mean that it's automatic. I don't think people should jump to the conclusion that the existence of a grand jury means that indictments are coming or coming anytime soon. But you have to keep in mind that what the grand jury allows is very broad powers by a prosecutor. There is no judge that supervises the grand jury. It's the prosecutor, the grand jury, and witnesses or even defendants in the room, and that's all under oath. So not only does this sweep into the investigation past events, Now anyone who appears before the grand jury is under oath, and if they say things that are inconsistent, they're under new legal jeopardy. So this really is a very powerful tool by a prosecutor who is moving towards uh, an investigation, moving along an investigation to move along much faster. And having a dedicated grand jury to this particular investigation means that he has this as a tool at his disposal at any time, with that will have background. He doesn't have to start over with every new grand jury with appearing murder cases or theft cases. He has a, a grand jury that is devoted and will be up to date with each step of the investigation. That's why this is so significant. Gene, Mueller has also been really expanding his team rather rapidly, about 16 prosecutors and uh, high profile, and they have experience in international bribery, organized crime, and financial fraud. What does that tell you? Well, it tells me it's a serious effort. And uh, one of the things that I think is uh, ironic in this whole uh, episode is the is how self-inflicted all of this is. It seems to me highly unlikely that we would have had a special counsel if it weren't for the fact that uh, uh, President Trump uh, fired uh, the FBI director. Uh, uh, you know, pushed a story uh, that it was about uh, the uh, the Clinton email investigation. Abandoned that story three days later and said it was about the Russia thing and basically put. Uh, Deputy AG Rod Rosenstein in a, in a position where uh, it was almost inevitable that he would have to appoint a special counsel. Um, and uh, I guess it just remains to be seen whether there are going to be further self-inflicted wounds as this goes on. That's Gene Healy, vice president of the Cato Institute, and Jed Sugarman, a professor at Fordham University Law School, speaking with the Bloomberg Law host, Jim Grosso. You can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And that is this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.